Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes, In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 108 is entitled, Six Laws All Christians Should Know, Part 1, The Law of Creation. There are six laws that all Christians should know to understand the workings of the Almighty. 1. The Law of Creation. 2. The Law of Justice. 3. The Law of Mercy. 4. The Law of Opposition. 5. The Law of Agency. 6. The Law of Eternal Progression. In this podcast, Linda and I shall address the Law of Creation. The Law of Creation is simply this. Something can never come out of nothing. In other words, creation can never be ex nihilo, something from nothing. The late Stephen Hawking, in his book The Grand Design, asked the following question. Do we have free will? If we have free will, where in the evolutionary tree did it develop? Notice Mr. Hawkins' assumptions. 1. Everything must have a beginning. And 2. Evolution accounts for the creation or origins of man. Both assumptions are false, for they violate the law of creation. I thoroughly accept evolution as a science as long as it stays within the boundaries of law, but I do not accept evolution as a law unto itself. Evolution is merely a law governed by a higher set of laws that serves a vital but limited purpose. It has boundaries. Science has extended those boundaries beyond scientific proof. They have taken a solid law and given it powers it cannot possibly have. They have given evolution the power to create something from nothing, meaning creation must come about by chance. The first rule of law of creation is that something can never come from nothing. The second rule of the law of creation is that something can never come from chance. Laws that depend upon chance cannot be laws. That which can be created by chance can also as easily be destroyed by chance, making law a chimera, a will of the wisp that appears and disappears on a cosmic whim. Mr. Hawkins should know that it is not possible. In fact, Mr. Hawkins does know that it is not possible. It was Mr. Hawkins who said, A scientific law is not a scientific law if it holds only when some supernatural being decides not to intervene. Some Christians may take issue with the implied atheism, but the statement itself is true. Laws cannot be arbitrary, and God cannot be arbitrary. An arbitrary God is an oxymoron. If the universe were run by an arbitrary God, it would self-destruct. However, Mr. Hawking contradicts himself when he said, According to M-theory, ours is not the only universe. Instead, M-theory predicts that a great many universes were created out of nothing. The first assertion stated by Mr. Hawking is true. Since the Hubble telescope, it is impossible to believe that ours is the only universe. Common sense tells us that the number of universes is infinite. It follows that there are other planets that contain life just as Earth does. They too are infinite in number. It is science that is under the superstition that everything began 14 billion years ago with the Big Bang. The Big Bang may or may not have occurred. The Big Bang may or may not be responsible for the universe that we inhabit, but the Big Bang is not the beginning of creation. In space-time, 14 billion years is nothing. It is like spitting into a tsunami. There is no beginning to creation. 
We are products of infinity. Creation is a product of infinity. There is not and never can be ex nihilo, something from nothing. It is not possible that any universe was created out of nothing. In the Smoky Mountains, there is a valley where two rivers meet head on, both rushing down the mountain like two trains on a collision course. Where the two rivers meet head on, both rivers join and take a different course, each making a 90 degree turn, becoming one river, each now going in one direction. That is the same collision course that science is on. On the one hand, declaring that everything is strictly governed by law. For example, speaking for science, Mr. Hawkins said, There must be a complete set of laws that, given the state of the universe at a specific time, would specify how the universe would develop from that time forward. These laws should hold everywhere and at all times. Otherwise, they wouldn't be laws. The scientific community agrees on that universal truth. It is elegantly written by Mr. Hawking. However, like the two rivers rushing down opposite mountains into a head-on collision, science also proposes a theory that directly contradicts the statement just read. Again, we turn to Mr. Hawking. First, Linda will read Contradiction 1. The laws of nature form a system that is extremely fine-tuned and very little in physical law can be altered without destroying the possibility of the development of life as we know it. Were it not for a series of startling coincidences in the precise details of physical law, it seems humans and similar life forms would never have come into being. How can science reconcile the two statements above? 1. There must be a complete set of laws that, given the state of the universe at a specific time, would specify how the universe would develop from that time forward. These laws should hold everywhere and at all times. Otherwise, they would not be laws. And 2. The laws of nature form a system that is extremely fine-tuned, and very little in physical law can be altered without destroying the possibility of development of life as we know it. With the contradictory statement, were it not for a series of startling coincidences in the precise details of physical law, it seems humans in similar life forms would never have come into being. Strict laws and startling coincidences are like the two streams rushing down the mountain. They are destined for a head-on collision. They can't both be true. A paradox is when both statements can be true at the same time, though they appear to contradict each other. A direct contradiction, however, is not a paradox. Both statements may be false, but both statements cannot be true. In other words, if one is true, the other is false. If the earth is governed by law, there is no room for startling coincidences. If the earth is governed by startling coincidences, there is no room for absolute law. The great scientist continues the contradiction. Because there is a law like gravity... The universe can and will create itself from nothing. Spontaneous creation is the reason there is something rather than nothing. Why the universe exists. Why we exist. First, we must differentiate between practical science and theoretical science. Because a person is a scientist, even a genius such as Mr. Stephen Hawking, does not mean that everything they say falls under the scrutiny of the scientific method. The conclusions stated above by Mr. Hawking are opinion, theory, hypothesis drawn from certain facts. Opinion has no effect on truth. They may be coincidentally the same, 
If in fact opinion happens to be true, we must always consider assumptions, for example. 1. Because certain facts of evolution are true does not mean that all theories of evolution are true. 2. Because the Big Bang occurred does not mean that all creation came out of the Big Bang, or that there was no other universe before the Big Bang. 3. Because laws exist does not mean that God is not necessary. 4. Because we have law does not mean that we do not have free will. 5. Because things exist does not mean it had a beginning. 6. Because the majority believe something is true does not create even one truth. 7. Because high authority, such as a Nobel Prize winning scientist, claim something is true does not make it true. 8. Science is objective. Therefore, all scientists are objective. The list, of course, may continue, but you get the point. We must weigh every assumption before we declare something to be true. We must be very careful about vested interest, appeal to authority, appeal to majority, appeal to tradition, appeal to popularity, appeal to emotion, and so on. I want to list some fundamental principles that I feel must govern the law of creation. And to beat you to the punch, I freely admit they are all personal opinions, which coincidentally are all correct, naturally. For the law of creation to be valid, the following 15 principles must also be true. 1. Something can never come from nothing. 2. Laws never rely upon chance, coincidence, accident, or serendipity of surroundings. 3. Matter and energy cannot be created or destroyed. In other words, matter and energy self-exist. 4. All creation depends upon the eternal truth of the self-existence of matter and energy. 5. Intelligence, consciousness, or life force self-exist. They cannot be created or destroyed. It is why God exists. It is why life exists. It is why we exist. Six. God is God because he is omniscient. He is the highest intelligence there is. That gives him omnipotence, the highest power there is. 7. God organized laws from self-existing matter and energy. 8. All creation is governed by a complete set of laws acting independently in the sphere where they are assigned by God. 9. All creations are governed by the laws of God, whether they are temporal creations or spiritual creations. 10. All creation is by intelligent design, governed by a complete set of laws. God is the grand designer and the lawgiver. 11. Without law, there would be no order, no creation, and no intelligent design. To understand law is to understand God. To understand God is to understand law. 12. Everything is predicated upon law, and nothing is left to chance. That applies to temporal laws and spiritual laws. All blessings from God are based on obedience to His laws. All cursing is based on disobedience to His laws. 13. Laws are organized into complete sets to serve a particular purpose. 
Lower laws are governed by higher laws growing toward a hierarchy. God is the governor of all laws. 14. One law can never contradict another law, else laws could not hold. 15. That which has a beginning must have an end. The purpose of this podcast was to lay the foundation for the necessity of law. In this podcast, we dealt only with the law of creation, and even then, it was rather cursory. In the following podcast, we will discuss the other laws in their proper order. The law of justice, the law of mercy, the law of opposition, the law of agency, the law of eternal progression. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.